My name is Matt Brown. The Western Conference Finals are done. The Phoenix Suns, for the first time in 28 years, are going back to the NBA Finals. And let's start the show. The Milwaukee Bucks are headed to the NBA Finals to take on the Phoenix Suns. The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. How are we doing, everybody? It is Thursday, July 8th, 2021, and we are so happy to have you with us. Before we get into this amazing episode, breaking down the 2021 NBA Finals, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And on that site, you can see everything regarding this podcast, whether it's our merchandise store, thanks to our friends at Zazzle, whether it's the links to all our podcasts and platforms and YouTube. You could check out the videos to each one of our podcasts. You could check out every single episode on an audio aspect as well, straight from the website. You could also check out the various blogs I've written, some digital shorts I've written, I have shot and recorded. You could check out the resume I have created up until this point in my career. And you can just enjoy everything regarding this show on our site, again, ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And also, don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on TikTok, at Productive Conversations. We're on Instagram, at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter, at ProdConvoPod. And check out all the great things we have to offer in the world of social media. So my voice, I literally just was at the doctor's. They checked me out. And they said that a virus is going around in my area. And they say you have to be, you know, be precautionous. You, you know, I did say I do talk pretty much for a living. And he said you should be fine. Now, I have very inf- big tonsils. And he believes that the inflammation is still taking place because of my very enlarged tonsils. He literally called them roast beef, beefs. But, you know. And my tonsils, I'm proud of it. But he believes that this should go away very, very soon. I didn't even need a prescription. And he believes that the inflammation should be gone any day now. So with that, just taking it a tad bit easy. I'm resting, keeping my fluids up. And, uh, you know, just taking precautions so I don't lose my ultimate factor in creating this show. So I do feel good. Uh, the doctor said I looked and feel good. They checked me out, and again, they think everything's going to be A-OK within the next few days. So thank you to the great people and our medical field to help people like me get through this. My health insurance uh, took care of the deductible, and it wasn't out insanely outrageous. And yeah, when we're back here on Tuesday, again, we're not back on Monday, we're back on Tuesday... Uh, We will be A-OK and have a lot of fun with what's going on. And my voice will be back to normal. And yeah, it's going to be a great time. Remember, we have a show today. We have a show tomorrow, another Tweet Cap edition. And again, back on the show on Tuesday, the only show next week, as I am on vacation next week with my family down at the Jersey Shore. And then we're rock and rolling from there. So so many great episodes in the month of July. We have some great shows already getting set up for August. And we're enjoying this, the summer of 2021. 
and with the summer 2021, we have the NBA Finals taking place in July. And well, we have some new teams on the block as well. So how much people thought they would see a Bucks and Suns final? I mean, people did think the Bucks would have a good team, but when the Nets created their super team that only won one round, people thought it was going to be tough for the Bucks to win the East. And well, they did. So Bucks make it. The Suns, with their Cinderella story, being led by the veteran and future Hall of Famer Chris Paul with young guys like DeAndre Ayton, Jay Crowder, Devin Booker. And after a pretty entertaining game one, game two starts tonight. And we will see if the Bucks can tie the series. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And I brought the great Productive Conversations podcast basketball crew with me once again to preview the NBA Finals. And, you know, we scheduled this recording and with everything that went on, the reason why we're now recording it before game two is, well, NBA didn't stick to the schedule as advertised. I thought game one would start tonight, but, uh, you know, NBA's just doing whatever they want. And uh, so we're just going to start from game two on. And, yeah, the crew's back with lots of laughs and good times. And we also get into other fun things regarding the NBA, like the trade destinations possibly for Damian Lillard and Ben Simmons. We talk about the mess that's going on in ESPN with Woj. And also, obviously, the big story with Rachel Nichols, both in the debacle with the concerning comments regarding diversity and if whether or not Jimmy Butler got it on last year in the bub- bubble. So... We get into it. So yeah, we got a mixture of everything. Great NBA analysis, a little gossip, but most importantly, good vibes and good time. So with that, let's bring back my NBA crew for the Productive Conversations podcast. Alex Ranelio, Bars the God, Dolo Ren, and David Bach. You guys are all back at it, and we are so glad to have you with us. So let's get to it. It's your guys' turn once again. Let's have some fun, and let's talk all things NBA Finals. Here we go. do it you know we're all back once again so the nba finals have started and with some new teams on the block we need the best people on the block to reflect on it review it and most of all preview what is about to take place over the next six games so having said that once again the productive conversations podcast basketball crew is here and better than ever. With that, I have Alex Ranelio. What's going on, Alex? Going on, boys. How we doing? Great to have you. David Bach, a.k.a. the host of Fresh Faces New Ideas on Twitch. Good, man. I'm glad to be here. Yes. And also, we have Dolo Ren and Bars the God, host of the Word for Word podcast and Dolo Reacts. What's going on, gentlemen? Matt Bunny. What's going on, man? You know, you know how it is, Matt. We over here chilling, cooling, getting ready to get these get this sports talk going. Let's get to it right away, guys. So, NBA Finals. 
Milwaukee Bucks versus the Phoenix Suns. Game two is tonight. Game one took place on Tuesday with the Suns routing the Bucks at home 118 to 105. So let's just focus on this matchup. I think a lot of us had a good idea that the Phoenix Suns would get into this spot. And then the For Bucks sure. at first, you know, there was a good chance that they won the planning to win the East. Then when the Nets started to adding players like Blake Griffin, Kevin Durant, Marcus Aldridge at a point, they thought they were winning the East. But turns out that the Bucks still prevailed. And even at one point with a hurt Giannis, they were able to knock off Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. And now they won the East. The West is here after their unique journey and with the Suns defeating LeBron and the Lakers, then taking down the Nuggets and Jokic, and as well as taking down a Kawhi-less LA Clippers team. So I want to focus on something again, focusing on this matchup. We've obviously seen that this postseason has been all about injuries. Every single team has been affected by the injury bug one way or another and a major star. So in terms of this matchup of the Bucks and the Suns, some people have criticized both teams saying that this was quote unquote, the easiest run for both teams as they both made to the finals with all their injuries. So I want to know if you guys feel the same way. Do both these teams deserve to be here? Do they both, are they just the best, we're able to make the best out of the worst circumstances? We'll start with Alex on this one. How do you feel about the matchup in general? Well, I think it's easy to say that they both, of course, deserve to be here. I mean, they're, they're NBA professional teams. They've practiced and worked their asses off all year. Um, yeah, injuries always play a factor, but the same, you know, went for the Toronto Raptors, you know, a couple of years ago um, with KD and, and Clay going out in the finals. So it's just part of the game. Um, these guys were ready to, and prepared and they still had to perform when they were called upon. So I'm all for them, you know, the notion of them uh, being where they deservedly um, are. I think that, um, yeah, as you know, injuries that play a role, it just kind of makes you wonder, you know, how the teams are going to be constructed moving forward. I think a big part of the unknown with the series is it's small market teams. The teams, you know, are spread out and diverse talent wise, you know, three and D for the most part, and they're well balanced. And the coaching um, is a little suspect on both sides, but um, it's nice to see uh, fresh faces in it. And some of the younger stars, it feels like a passing of the torch this year. Passing of the torch. Yeah, this funny. Uh, without your LeBrons, without your Kawhis, without your Steph Currys, you now have a Giannis and a Devin Booker-led teams. And, yeah, it is showing new generations taking place. Bach, how do you feel about the matchup? Was this surprising? Do you think we're going to get some great basketball out of this? We well, saw some fun in game one, so uh, what are you thinking? Well, first, we have to recognize that no matter who wins, Tory Craig is an NBA champion. Um, <laughs> then it's funny how that works. This this idea that like injuries change the finals. Um, I don't remember hearing a lot about this, the first Warriors title, where if you think about that year, every single major team lost multiple players. Like the first year the Warriors won the title, they basically played LeBron, LeBron and his second best player was Matt Deladova. Yeah. Um uh so Kyrie and it wasn't like these teams didn't deal with their own injuries. Uh CP3 like fucked up his shoulder right away. Then he screwed up his hand. Then he got COVID or had COVID or something with COVID. Right. Um, 
And then uh, Giannis was out for the two games because he his apparently he really is made out of like plastic because his <laughs> knee like turned the wrong direction. And then he's like, okay, now I'm coming back. So we're gonna see a good game. And it's not like these teams didn't deal with their uh, their own injuries, but they were, you know, you still have to beat who's in front of you. Like uh, the Hawks played against them for two games without Giannis, and they won the first game when they didn't have Trey. So it's not like they they didn't have the ability to win these games. You just have to step up to the level of your competition. And these are the teams that were fortunate enough to do it. Absolutely. Dolo, Bars, what do you have to add on to how this matchup has unfolded? Well, uh, I'll let Dolo go on this one. Well, I wanted to, um, I wanted to mention, well, uh, I don't know if you guys know as much, but um, I'm sort of an Instagram menace and I go on a lot of sports yeah, yeah. pages. Oh, I know this. I, talk a lot <laughs> I love it. I yeah. Love it. I was going to say, you know, Matt, Matt, um, liked one of my comments cause, uh, um, there, that narrative, uh, a CP three, uh, uh, having like the, the luckiest route to, uh, a finals, mm-hmm. like this guy tried to listen, this guy tried so hard to make everyone believe this thing in his comment. And then I just commented, re- I replied like, LMFAO clown excuses. I think I put a clown emoji and <laughs> Matt saw it and he liked it. Yeah. Like, yo, come on. Got a Matt. solid like five likes out of that in a popular page. See? Yes, sir. One yes, step closer to the viral virality, if that's even a word for it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a word yeah, now, baby. We always yeah. try. But We're not, we all making up words here. It's Listen. just like, 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 just want to add one more thing. Like, it's like, like CP3 has been injured so many times. He's, you know, there's been, he's had a lot of bad luck throughout his career. And then to say that, like, like, all right, it's a fair statement that, you know, there's a lot of injuries that happen, but, but to criticize his run to this finals, like you're just, I don't know. uh, I just don't respect that. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, CP3, he's been through a lot. So, you know, and he also caught COVID like, you know, like David mentioned before. So, like, come on, man. You got to give him his flowers while he's still here. Hear that. Um, just to touch on a little bit of what everybody said, like Alex said, um, injuries, like, were a big plague. You know, like Bat said, nobody complained when it was just LeBron and Matt Deladova. You know what I'm saying? So the issue here is you got to come down and look at it. If you want to discredit CP3, for his nice little run, then you pretty much got to discredit everybody's run because I don't know, um, half of the Cavaliers was hurt or the, the half of the good side was hurt. At least that they, they lose, they come back healthy. Golden state loses. They run for Kevin Durant. So you tell me, you know what I'm saying? Like the minute right. Katie clay get hurt, everything goes down. I would love to discredit Toronto's ring, but you can't. So it is what it is. You can't discredit Chris Paul's. Like, I bet if you got to discredit, you can discredit it if he's got like 18 points, four assists, and two rebounds. The man put up 32 and nine in his first final appearance. And there's there's cause and effect to every injury, right? Like in the offseason, like Katie decided to take his talents elsewhere because he saw the fragility of the um the franchise and the 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 historic run that the Warriors were on kind of waning, you know, and um I, I see the same, you know, I see the same kind of uh, phenomena happening with 
uh, how players are playing this series too. Like, I don't know. That's just how I see it. Listen, there's, I don't right. think there's a, a single title where you can go back and say that there was no injuries that influenced it in one right. way or another. Um, D Wade was basically hurt. Like the whole time LeBron was there, not really hurt, but he was a shell of himself, weak knees. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they still put it he, up. And that first he, series against uh, the Spurs, he and Mono basically traded up, traded games being washed up the whole series. <laughs> it was like ridiculous. I would listen, listen. I hate the Spurs, but Manu Ginobili is like, like enshrined forever. Like yeah, I don't know, you can't talk bad about Manu. He's the best Manu. second round pick of all time. Um, you, can't talk, you can't talk bad about Manu. He's the he's like, but like I don't know, Luca and Dirk. But I feel like he's one of he's the, the best, best form player of all time. <laughs> Yo, Manu. No, he's, the best, he's the best six man of all time. Yeah. Well, that's all. He, yeah, and he's and also Luke, the best second then, round pick of all yeah, time. Let's be, let's be objective. Yeah, and the best second round pick. Lou Williams got a great shot. Lou, Lou Williams got a lot to live up to. Like, if Lou Williams, oh, Lou Williams was on Lou Williams was on the Hawks, they would have made it out of. But, you know, the only the comparison to to uh, wait, Lou Williams was on the Hawks. Uh, the only comparison for second round picks would be, um, or for six man would be, uh, uh, Bill Walton at the end of his career, where he's on eighty six Celtics, I think. Yes, that was his big ride to sh- ride to glory. Oh, he led Portland to championship in the late seventies, but um, but yeah, that was the big move there that changed the NBA for good. But yeah, but another thing I like to talk about with this: Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Phoenix, Arizona—the great, beautiful American cities. They aren't exactly "quote unquote" big markets like in New York, Chicago, LA, and though I think anyone who's a true basketball fan can appreciate the two matches of these two teams that no one saw despite the ratings, the ratings uh, fear that, you know, the higher ups can worry about. Do you feel this matchup is great for the casual fan versus the hardcore NBA fan? And like, or like if you're a true basketball fan, like these are the two best teams that we got out of here. How does the matchup look on that perspective with these, like I said, new teams on the block uh, fight, both the sons have never won a finals and the bucks haven't won since the fifties. And with Kareem, sorry, sorry, seventies. It's been 50 years and they won with uh, Kareem before he went to the Lakers. How do we feel about the matchup in that sense? And like, I don't know, historical perspective, are we lucky or is this just what we get? Well, it depends on how you look at it. Cause like, it's not like these teams don't have star power. CP three and Giannis. Yeah. Giannis is a two times MVP. CP three is, is considered the best point guard of his generation, possibly one of the, the top four of all time, depending on whether or not they win. But it's, it, if anything, it's more for like the unheraldness of drafting. Like think about who mm-hmm. we're talking about for drafting. Giannis was 15. Devin Booker was 13. Chris Middleton was a second round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, other than like eight and CP three and Brooke Lopez, like how many of these guys were like, well, the Bridges was a top 10. I don't remember where, where uh, Holiday was drafted. But, like, most of these guys are, are late lottery guys. Yep. So, it's, it's, it, they're all homegrown. Um, I want to say. The, the other thing is this is the first final since 2010 where the leading scorers are still playing on the team that drafted them. <laughs> wow, that's a great stat. That's crazy. Dedication right there. Even Booker was, like, the sixth best guy in Kentucky. I mean. Yeah. That, that Kentucky team should have won. Oh, other other rated storyline is uh, 
Frank Kaminsky going back to uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> and now he's got to play more because Frank the Tank has to play more because Dario Sarge tore his ACL. <laughs> so Is it official it's an Frank ACL? Kaminsky. Yeah, it, it's official oh. ACL. And oh. he's considered questionable. Because oh. somehow a year and a half injury is going to solve itself in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. oh, so we're going to see. We're going we're to see Milwaukee's faithful if they can. Uh, if they're going to uh, cheer on what the the best college player they've had in a decade. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the great thing about basketball right now. And uh, what were you saying, bars? Though you had to point. I, don't, I didn't hear that. Oh, sorry. No, I was just chiming in. Uh, Drew Holiday was the seventeenth pick. Okay, so that's another yeah. late guy. Exactly. He's a he's a what uh two two or three time um all defense NBA all defense. I know he's so, an all star once. So listen, look. The thing here is, how do you say it? It's a little bit of both. To tell you the truth, this is what we get, but this is exciting. You know what I'm saying? Because if CP3 wasn't there, it'd be Devin Booker, and it'd be straight the book show. Like that's right. It. Can this oh, kid do yeah. it? Can this this young boy who done put up what seventy? Was it seventy? Yeah, I'm something seventy three or something. Get him a chip. Can he get him a chip? That's the, the the narrative would be ridiculous right now. It'd be and then it'd be him and Aiden. Yeah, and Aiden went off in the first game. You know what I'm saying? And Aiden honestly, looking at that, how, looking at that how, game, looking at that game, if Giannis is healthy. It's a scary situation because he was right. Yeah, he was fucking up, bro. Like and like Giannis when he scored like twenty points, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play. Um, I'd be so surprised if he doesn't play tonight. So yeah, he had a great block. And that yo, that block. <laughs> yeah, parallel yo, of the. The sad thing is like seven. like that's gonna be because they lost the game. That's good. It'll just be a play that's lost to history. Yeah, and yeah, and right. what if that block that he worked so hard for on Tuesday is why you know he not play he doesn't play tonight. You know, I'm just saying, like, who knows? He's questionable. He's gonna play like, no, he's, he's gonna play. Gonna... Yo, they're paying him a lot of money. You know, yo, listen, they're paying him a lot of money, yeah, but to... that doesn't mean that you risk your life. You heard what I'm saying? Your well being. Like he's hurt. Like dude's hurt. Like he's playing hurt. I know he's yeah. playing hurt. Giannis would have scored like 30, 40 first game. You know he would have. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's whatever. Man, well, it's it's Giannis. Giannis. It's for, was this is it for Giannis. This is it. Giannis, like 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 we said, like we said. This is exciting because Giannis not is the great treat. No, not, not, this isn't it. But like, this is it. He's I see what you're saying. It, this is the it's best shot he's going to get, but it's not the last shot. It's right. not the last he's shot. He's still, what, he's what, 25? Right, right, right. Yeah, he's so young. But he, you know what I'm saying? He's the Greek freak. Like, like I said, now let's switch it over to the to the to the Bucks, right? Now it's the Greek freak, Giannis at the Kumbo, the the monster blocker, the monster. Like I can't shoot a three, but I'll spin and take it on you in the paint. Like we're talking about two time MVP. Fact. Two time. Time, but I'm just. Are, we're gonna see. You know, they so, did say that a different sport. They said that about Dan Marino. So listen, I mean, listen, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you something about Dan Marino's and Charles Barkley's. Yo, they're great, but we don't talk about them without that hardware. I mean, we do, but they need that hardware, yo. And it's sad because I'm from that era where you need that hardware. I'm sorry, like. Definitely. What's up, Alex? Stats are nice. You're great. Oh, you're real cool. Like Oscar Robinson was real good. How many rings did Oscar Robinson have? One. One. One, damn. That's good. So he won that box ring. (laughs) I know. (laughs) 
So I think, I think to answer Matt's question, I think it's great for both the fans, the competition and the ratings. It's kind of a trifecta. Now hear me out on this because it sounds a little more optimistic than objective, but Mm -hmm. I think for the fans, it's great because the narrative for the past five, you know, five or so years has been like, you know, guys are taking games off and they're trivially, you know, teaming up with their friends and going to bigger cities. So the turnover is just insane. Fans can't get invested, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's great for the fans because of that, because you got two smaller market teams that are, you know, at the pinnacle at the best, uh, the best competition. I think for the competition's sake, I think it's great because like I said, you get that trivialness, you get, you know, everybody with a puncher's chance moving forward, especially with like the younger guys taking the center stage, like Booker uh, and Giannis. Like, I think it's great for the league um, shifting, you know, in a, in a, in a healthy and a, um, a positive way, you know, from some of the guys on their way out, you know, in the next few years. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great for the ratings, even though it doesn't say so, because usually if there's no um, great rivalry in the mix, like Lakers Celtics or like the Cavs Warriors type of thing, um, the Warriors are not really going to reflect that, but the turnover is just going to keep compounding things. And I think that we're still seeing a transition in the numbers with a lot of the streaming services. So I just think it hits on all three cylinders. I think we're in a good spot. Oh yeah. I, th- I think so too. You have these teams that are more team-oriented basketball as well, which is one reason why people really like watching college basketball, March Madness, because there's no Eagles Eagles playing against each other. It's just pure team basketball. And, yeah, game one was entertaining. You know, it did end in a 13-point lead, but um, it was really fun throughout, and uh, we're excited to see what happens tonight. And having said that, I want to focus on each team and their keys to victory. What's it going to take for the Suns who already won game one? What else must they need to do to secure this bag and get those last three victories? I think that um, A needs to step up, um, put, put a bit more body on Giannis. Giannis is like skinny and eight, eight, um, than Aiden, but I guess he's longer. Maybe, I guess, I don't know. But he was just, from what I've seen, he was just kind of backing man's down, pushing him in like, like, like backup son. Like, I don't know how Aiden is, but I don't know. He needs to play. He needs to play with his chest because um, I feel like if they can stop Giannis from getting into the inside, force Drew Holiday, um, Chris, Millen, Chris Middleton plays like he deserves to be a second-round pick, so we're going <laughs> to keep that there. I just wanted to sneak that in. Um, Why do you say that? Because he, he's like, hmm, yeah, 29, seven and four. Eight, 29, seven and four. Yeah. Right? Like like on Tuesday. Tonight, is he gonna have 13, one, and and five? Right, I, I hear you. you know what that's what I mean. He's, he's got streaky. the firepower though. He's got he's streaky. He's got the firepower. So he's streaky and that's why he deserves to be in the second round. That's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, that <laughs> that's it. Like, but then you have a lot of first rounders that don't deserve to be in the first round anyway. So I, I, yeah, you got that. But what I'm saying is if you can force, if you can force Chris Middleton to shoot the basketball, if you could force Drew Holiday to play good, if you could stop Giannis and, 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 but at the same time, stop him from coming inside, but you don't want him to start feeling himself and shooting threes and start banking threes. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just want to make it really uncomfortable for that leg. And, um, CP3 has to be on. He can't be wishy-washy because um, he's another one of those players that keeps wishy-washy. Um, Booker, he's got to play. Like, Booker had what? Uh, 27 points? Yeah, Booker was oh, decent, so, but he was like one. Right now. He hit one like brave, one brave. out of eight three-point shots. 
Yeah, yeah, like he, it, yo, it, it gets harsh. And both yeah. teams shoot too many threes. So they need to dial it back and only really shoot it when you feel it. Um, ding, ding, ding. It, like oh. for real, like that's like that's the really big. That's the biggest thing for both teams right now. Mm. They they really shooting too many threes. They really gotta like play smarter, well paced basketball. Um, but at the same time, um, the Suns could turn the pace if when CP3 is on the bench and um, Cameron Payne's running the ball because they they move as a more a much more younger team. Uh, CP3 is much more methodical. Point God, so. Uh, you know the ball. The, the court does. It get, he, he's he, he he controls the court. He controls the ball. So the, the the pace is different. Cam Cam campaign control the ball too, but he's got that youth, that aggression. You know what I'm saying? They play with a faster pace when he's on the court. Um. So, like I said, Aiden Booker, Chris Paul, um, how they use campaign, um, that matters for the Suns, for the Bucks, how healthy Giannis is. Um, how often and well they use Brooke Lopez on the switches and all that stuff. They need to start picking up on that more because Brooke Lopez was low-key doing his thing. Um, Chris Middleton has to be on. He's got to feel it from – he's got to feel it. Like, I don't know, going to the studio, I'm going to the the, the locker room, cut the lights out, put your headphones on, and just stare at that shit with your little fish eyes and 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 imagine that you're back in Atlantis or whatever and just start scooping threes, bro. But you got to do that, shit, bro. Like, Chris Middleton has to go off. I'm sorry. I, I think he looks like a fish. That was a bad. I'm sorry. Um, I'm weak as hell. I just caught that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you dead wrong for that. Yeah, I am a little bit. Um, I mean, but he yeah, is a very intriguing player. And Drew Holiday literally has to play. Like, he deserves to be in the finals right now because he was on Philly and he was good in Philly. He was on New Orleans, solid. But now here you are with a chance to win a ring. At your name down, like come on. No, I so, mean Jay that's Crowder. That's my take. Worse, I think Jay Crowder played worse than Drew Holiday. Well, he did, but they're they have different they have different positions. It's, yeah, for sure. I do. Of, I mean, sure, Jay Crowder sure. obviously is, is is the only one with final experience. But it's it's about now at this point it's about defensive matchups. I think shifting um, Crowder off of. Uh, I don't know who he's probably PJ Tucker or something. And then having him guard Giannis to start, I think is better because I think you're going to live with Lopez spacing the floor. And it's more about keeping in closer to the rim to help stop the Giannis drives. And then on yeah, defense, he does a for, decent job defending uh, Giannis. Right. Cause he's you, you, Aiden's too small to guard Giannis one-on-one. You, we saw him toss him. Uh, yo, you and, see, yo, <laughs> um, the the thing the other thing for Milwaukee so Milwaukee is two things they have to work on they they have to they can't do their switch coverage um, what they need to do is have um, middle or have Holiday chase over the screens and not have um, Lopez drop back or, or Bobby Portis drop far so back because this isn't like with Trey Young shooting floaters we're talking about Chris Paul shooting and and um, Devin Booker pulling up for mid range where they're they're very good so they have to pressure that and switching them is look Brook Lopez was fine against Atlanta on the switches, but it's a different beast playing them. And, and, and I have to say Devin Booker gets some bullshit ass calls. It's very frustrating to watch sometimes, but on the other side, like holiday has to be the same aggressiveness that he is. He was in games five and six for Atlanta. If, if I'm, if I'm the Suns, I'm going to sag off him a little and try to like bait him into shooting three. Cause the dude cannot shoot like at all. Um, but if he gets in the lane, he's strong. He's and he's just gonna figure out how to muscle. So they have to, Yeah, Holiday. 
he's having a hard, so they got to like kind of bait him into shooting threes, but it's, it's really like, it's how it's, it's the defensive adjustments more. And I think really like the thing they have to worry about in the off season is they, they their bench is so bad. Like it is so bad. Like Jeff Teague, like we're in 2020. Oh, Jeff Teague Lord, should not Jeff be getting Teague. meaningful minutes off a of bench. Yeah, right. Jeff Teague, on, <laughs> Jeff Teague, I didn't realize Jeff Teague was over there. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. He wants to look at my point story. Because, because Brent Forbes, Brent Forbes is, is like Danny Green, except smaller. Like Danny Green has been <sighs> in the league for like two decades. The man cannot dribble. Brent Forbes still can't dribble. It's, it's like a... Oh like, like right, Pat Connaughton well. hustles, but he, he's not going to like give you all that. Like the dude can drive too. Like he he can make the move off the dribble, but it's 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 a bench. Like the 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 bench for Phoenix is just better. Like, and I I think they got to try to use Lopez more when they take Giannis out. Like, don't bring them both out. Let let Lopez uh, eat in the post, especially if they're gonna if they're gonna have to drop Aiden for Frank. Let Oten let uh, Lopez eat on Frank. So, but just remember though, too, the bench always plays better at home. Just let's take that in consideration. It does. It does. Objectively, Milwaukee's bench is terrible. It's Bobby Portis, and then maybe you'll get like ten points from the, the rest. Connaughton, yeah. Yo, yo, real quick. If if the Suns win, right? How you think Michael Jordan will feel? But Mikael Bridges <laughs> and Frank Kaminsky win a ring. Mm-hmm. Mikel Bridges wasn't in Charlotte. He wasn't he was traded. For wasn't Charlotte. No, he was traded for Zaire Smith for Philly. You're thinking of another Bridges, I believe. Yeah, you're thinking of uh, Miles Bridges. Yeah, He's Miles, in, Miles Bridges. In, uh, sorry, in, uh, sorry. But I mean, he, they still had Frank. Um, they they could have gotten like six first rounders for uh, Justice Winslow, but they took Frank instead. They hated, they hated, they hated the Frank pick. Everyone hated the Frank pick. I had faith in the Frank pick. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I love Frank in, in high in college. That look, they should have won the title because they beat that 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 uh, Kentucky team was like if if Cal had given it like half of a fuck, that team would have gone undefeated. Um, yeah. Sam Decker was nasty too, though. Yeah, until he got to the NBA, and it's what, it, what his <laughs> only highlight is when he but was on the point, he dribbled the ball off his face. I, my point is, don't fall in love with the championship runs in the in the uh, in the NCAA tournament because they don't translate. Facts. What are you, what are you talking about? Uh, Mitch McGarry is an NBA All Star. Trey Bird. Oh, is he? <laughs> Trey Bird, Victor Oladipo. Uh, which well, Zeller? Oladipo. Which Zeller? Which Zeller came was on that? Um, was that on that Indiana team? Oh no, no. Cody was in on the Indiana, but Tyler's like like one of the undisputed like best uh, NCAA players of all time. How about, Ty, how about how about this name, Tyler Hansbrough? That's what we're talking about. Oh wow! Oh, you talk, oh, no, no, I was talking about Tyler. I'm talking about Tyler Hansbrough. You, you know what I'm there talking about? Yeah. That's what I meant. I, I don't know why. Great North crashed. Carolina play. Garbage in the league. Yeah, did not have a good. Yeah, but league there's uh, there's more to it than that. It's not Trey Trey Burke. He works. He, you still see him put out the output. Victor Oladipo had it his first two years in the league. Um. He had it in the one year in Indiana before his like his his hamstring fell. Yeah, right, that was when he was actually bussing. He was actually bussing. And you're right. I think I don't want to say I want to say what. That's when they were like they like he was like they he had him in playoff contention. I know that much. Yeah, they lost the Cavs in seven. Uh see. Yeah, I hope Oladipo makes his comeback. So well, yeah, I, me, me too. too. Bars, you should too. He's in Miami. 
I'm I'm a Utah fan now. He's a Utah fan now. Jazz fan. But I'm but I will always treasure Miami. So I do hope for his return. Um, oh, and we gotta hurry up so we can get to that Miami talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we were talking <laughs> a little bit about Tyler yes. Hero before he popped in. <laughs> oh yes, Dolo. Who, what do you think is the key to victories if the Suns are gonna go on top with what's left? I mean, from what I saw, I mean, from from the from the highlights that I was able to see um, the other night, and from you know, uh, from everything I, I know about both teams. Um, I mean, the Suns. It's like, uh, well, like I said, Jay Crowder was just atrocious. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I barely even want to talk talk about him. It, there's really, I don't, I don't know what the hell is going on with him. Um, Chris Paul. I feel like, I feel like he has a bat like. The thing with the thing with sports is like, you know, sometimes sometimes you got a wild card, and right now I, I feel like CP3 has like the battery in his back. I feel like he could like taste it, like you know, like he could he could taste that championship. So I feel like I feel like you know Chris Paul is gonna keep on playing. Devin Booker's, you know, we're he, about to see CP3. Got to be more CP3. consistent with the three point shot. I'm sorry. We're gonna about to see CP3 to CP3. He's gonna be flopping like crazy. He, oh my he, god. He, He's Yo, gonna be doing whatever he can. To, yeah, I was to gonna say, this. yeah, he'll. You do thought it. the the Demarcus Cousins flop is bad? Wait till Giannis looks at him <laughs> funny and he falls down. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so crazy! How flop that's a, nah, that's a good influence. point. He's gonna do what it takes, and um, yeah, Devin Booker's has got to be more consistent with the three, um, uh, or maybe not, maybe he really doesn't have to. I mean, the thing is, with he just with, it's just the threat because he can drive and he, he should. He took what like fifteen free throws. Right. Let's they set a finals record for free throws in that, that fucking game. How are you going to tell me a team with Milwaukee that. isn't leading the uh, – isn't getting more free throws? Giannis can't shoot Thank outside you. of four feet. Thank you. Listen. Right. Right. Listen. Listen. Wait till Scott Foster starts refereeing again. Then we'll, then we'll see. And scored 70 <laughs> points. Oh, man. He's oh, not yeah. – he's more than a threat. He's a catastrophe if he's on. Like, he's a natural disaster for your basketball. Like if he's hot that night, what if Chris Paul was like, you know what, book? It's on you. I ain't making no shots tonight. Oh, you think Book could lead the charge like that? Hell, positively, yes. I think all the way. I think Book has more than is what is more than capable. Like y'all keep freezing on me. Yeah, yeah. Playground dog, (laughs) bully, like straight up. Like Book got it in him. And right now, he can taste the championship. Like, the sad part is, I feel like it's going to stunt his growth. What a time. The yeah. early. You think stunting him? Elaborate on that. Yeah. He's young. I feel like that hardware is going to get to his head. Really? Yeah. Aiden, too. Aiden already be TikToking. <laughs> I'm calling that nigga, maybe. So, no, I I like, think I can see. Like, I feel like, young, like I don't know, like I don't know, like and then I don't know. Back in the day, when guys that just came in won rings, they were like already grown men. They already know. They thought with a different mentality. These right, kids right. is literally still kids, just coming up with a number. And yeah, they you know they 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 twenty, but they still kids. They're twenty two. They still kids though. 
They still think like kids. Well, the thing with so, Devin Booker, I feel like he's a little bit more mature. I, I think he's – Yeah, um, they were terrible for like four years before they were – like before last year. I think it's the opposite. Right, You've already watched him get so much better. I think the real issue for Phoenix is – Oh shit! What do we do when we when this window closes? You guys, they have like what two more good Chris Paul years, and, and that's what's gonna happen though. They're gonna win. He's gonna win the ring. He's gonna be like, yeah, I did it. And he's gonna stagnate real quick. Cool. So you think, gonna, he's got Steph, you think he's at the Steph Curry drive? No, here's the thing. You talk about Chris Paul not having the drive. Like, no, do you, I'm talking do you about Devin Booker. Come on, Devin Booker. He thinks he's the new Kobe. Right. Of course, he's gonna have the drive. Of course, of course. What they're going to do is they're going to elevate over time, over the next two years, as Chris Paul starts to kind of rise in the sunset, they're going to try to get campaign more minutes throughout the entire year so he can rest and take nights off so he can transition slowly. But they're going to keep this thing rolling for at least three years. Yeah, and they're going to have to keep bridges. You think, so you think that they could be the, the new potential – Warriors, like the, no, the no, no, executive no. years. No, they're not constructed like the Warriors. That's what's so cool about them. What I like about them is that they're, they're constructed old-fashioned. They got the draft picks that are coming of age. They got the veteran point guard that's the leader in the locker room. And they got 3 and D guys that are tried and true, like Jay Crowder. They got it built the right way. That's the most important thing. So as you – transition into the next year and the year after you just make iterations of that team you give guys more minutes you allow chris paul to kind of take nights off like that's how you keep this thing rolling shout out to jay crowder by the way um two years consecutively in the finals yes okay, but that's not like <laughs> we're not talking about the patrick mccall every year for the first three years of his, his uh his career he won a title but the other thing is like uh this is this is kind of take away from not these two teams if i'm golden state I'm sitting Wiseman down and saying, just watch Aiden. That's all you have to do. That's because it. if Wiseman does what Aiden did, there's no reason Golden State can't do the same shit. I need them to get a little bit. I need them to get a little bit, but 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 like a little bit of that at a bio on though. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause they're taller. So they should be able, you know what I'm saying? So if they can move like him, you know, get it. If they can move like him. It'd be they great. don't even know. You know they need a, a guy who just hustles, grabs boards, and 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 dunks out everything. That's all he needs. It's the same. Confi- it's the well, Adebayo can't shoot at all. Um, he's a better passer than them, but I think he's a little worse of a um, defender because he's smaller. But if like, Hassan Whiteside was any good, you know what I'm saying? That'd be the perfect. The um, the like, Golden State is built kind of similar to this, like uh, to the um. The Suns. I mean, they 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 sit Wiseman down and they say, "Hey, just do what Aiton's doing, and you know we'll be good." Because they there's no reason for, and I think this is probably a more knock on Steve Kerr than anything else. There's no reason to make this this complicated. You kind you don't have like the smart players anymore. You kind of have like basketball idiots. Um, you know, <laughs> You're uh, so right on that uh, because God. like That's, like yeah. we're we're talking about Andrew Wiggins versus Andre Iguodala. Like Ugh. Wiggins maybe. More athletic, but like, there's no reason they he can't look at this team. Like Steve Kerr would be like, "Why the fuck can't we do this?" Steph Curry's at least as good as uh, Chris Paul. I mean, the the, the way they're going to shape the better. court is different. Um, and the the real issue there for them would be, well, what are we getting out of Clay now? Okay, because okay. Draymond well, is not going to step up for that offense. Well, no, that's the question that they need to ask. What are we going to get out of Draymond? Because we know we're going to get out of Clay once Clay gets points well, again. Well, who Clay? Not no, Clay. from Draymond. Oh yeah, yeah. Word, word. You're right. If you know what I'm saying. So it's like, and, and, a, and, a, and a stern talking to. 
Listen, I, Draymond can sit his ass down. I always thought Draymond was overhyped. Yeah, with Draymond, it did help them win those rings. And then they lost one, and then he cried to KD. And then KD helped them win the rest of them. Anyways, I think He's arguably part of the reason why they, they lost that finals, too. No, he yeah. is the reason. I don't want to talk about that. They well, I mean, to be fair, he down. put up – he had a 30-point triple-double in game uh, seven. And it, what I'm saying, it was too little, too late, because Steph Curry was thrown in the first row. My point being, if he didn't get if he didn't get bounced for Game Five, they would have won in five. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Or right. conspiracies for that. So, um, oh, but, but, but oh, hold it up. While we're talking about this, while we're talking about here. conspiracies, real quick, um, I the shameless plug right here. Um, I'm doing a. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, I just hit affiliate. So when if you subscribe to my channel, uh, Fresh Faces New Ideas, I'm going to do a conspiracy episode where with all my uh, subscribers this is this counts as a conspiracy theory we could discuss this on that channel hey, just definitely, definitely let us know when that happens <laughs> now i want to talk i want to talk game two now also the other thing i'd like to also mention too is the other team in the mix whether conspiracy or not what are the keys to victory for the bucks to, for them to come back starting tonight if possible or are they going to fall down? I think the the, the Vegas, the highest percentage they thought was uh, Suns in five. What would the Bucks have to do to not make that happen? We'll start with Alex on this one. How does the Bucks with what's going on, the Giannis injury, and you may need people to step up like a Chris yep. Middleton and Drew. Yep. What do they need to do to win game two and to continue on win the series overall. Well, that's what it, that's where it starts. Milton and, and Drew Holiday. I mean, Milton had a decent game, but it was like a little too late, little too little too late, 12 to 26. You know what I mean? It's not, it wasn't good enough because he didn't really get it rolling until the third quarter when things were already kind of out of hand. Um, I kind of feel the same with Drew Holiday. He had a tough night for 14 the other night. Um, you know, 10, 7, and 9 is just not going to cut it especially on the road when the uh, the bench you know, the bench players are not going to be contributing that they were like they would at home. Um, but it, the, the X factor is completely Brooke Lopez. Like he was targeted on the all game with the pick and roll. And that's why they had to take him out. You know, besides the fact that he was getting foul trouble too. He, that's why he only hit 14 minutes. And I think in addition to Lopez, I mean, the thing is, it's the same reason that I see Boonholes are having to make, more in-game adjustments or any in-game adjustments at all. Bobby Portis needs more than 14 minutes. And as much as you guys want to shit on, um, you know, Jeff Teague and Bryn Forbes, they need more minutes because what they need to do is they need to get physical with Chris Paul and Booker, and they need to start fighting through screens. Even if it means picking up early fouls, they need to establish a dominance early on and tempo and make them uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. They need to make them uncomfortable. They need to throw them off kilter, make other guys make shots. And, the problem I see is that if you don't fight through screens and you don't stay with your man, even to even, even in failing to do so, you're still going to have an unfavorable switch. And that's why Brooke Lopez keeps getting put on an Island because he's good enough to be out there. He's talented as all hell on the offense, but in defense, he just hell gets yeah. stuck in these pick and roll situations at the top of the key. And, and that's why they can't play him. So I, I think the, uh, an amalgam of all those things is what they need to do to make adjustments for game two tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I said a lot of that. It's they have the holiday has to fight over the screens um, for. Oh, now I look like an angel. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, um, they, uh, he's got to fight over the screens because you can't leave Brooke Lopez on the on that island because he's going to pick up. the. And this is the other thing. I think 
if you're going to be sitting people like Giannis, you need the offensive firepower. So one of either Giannis or Brooke has to be in the paint pretty much at all times, pounding on them. Um, I mean, Brooke, he's just, um, the dude is massive. And it's not like he just had a game like three games ago where he, he said his career high. He like proved yeah, that crazy. he's going to stop them. Like if, if holiday, if, if when you you're sitting Giannis, you, you run the pick and roll with Brooke Lopez, but you just have to, you can't leave him and Bobby Portis on an island. Cause as crazy guys as Bobby Portis is the dude, he's just not a good defender. He's just like too small for it to, and they're just not going to be able to stay with Chris Paul and Booker. They're just going to drive right by them. Um, but it's like, look, the bench, Brent Forbes is, is too small. Brent Forbes is like slightly bigger than I am. Um, he, but, that's, but that's okay though, because he needs to just be more active out on top of the key. He needs to be fighting. I mean, he should be able to check campaign. The dude is like the slowest jump shot I've ever seen. Right. Um, <laughs> it, so it, so he should be okay for there, but it's, it's, um it's holiday has to not take shots in from outside. He has to be aggressive and drive in. And, and to be fair to them, they missed a, a fuck ton of layups, like, like, like a metric. Fun and yep. if, if, you know, you they have, they're the number one offensive rebounding team in the, I think in, in the whole league. Um, yep. You got to be able to, to finish those. Uh, and then of course, obviously Aiton had having almost a 2020 game impacts that, but now, you know, Frank's not going to have the same impact that Sarge is going to have, and he's not going to have the same impact that Aiton has. So, in this, in the time that Giannis rests, you go at him with Brooke, and then if you want to go back to the switching, you switch when you have Giannis at the five. Yeah. And I think if they're not going to switch with Giannis at the five, it's more of an indication that his knee isn't as healthy as he lets on. And that'll be the major fall and what if factor, if that's the case. But I guess if you are as good as you say you are, especially as a team, they will somehow, some way, figure out how to win it. Now. Dolo, what do you all think is the key for the Bucks to overcome this very deep road ahead? But obviously, if you get to it, you win the finals. What do you think? I mean, these these two uh, great gentlemen pretty much hit it right on the nail. Um, not too much more I can add except, um, uh, yeah, the fact that we've seen Giannis play the way he did, which wasn't stellar, but was pretty damn good at being injured the way he is. It was, it was telling, it was very telling. Um, yeah. Put some icy hot on that knee, uh, apply it for about 20 to 24 hours. You I don't mean, how you right. You know, like with Giannis, like, listen, man, that, that man is incredible. Like, um, I just name I, is Giannis, my good sir. It <laughs> also I, sounded I, like it needs a, I uh, do not, a, uh, a, a disclaimer on that because that sounds like medical advice that uh, might get people hurt. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer, disclaimer. The funny thing is, I did go to school for exercise science, but as you could tell, I dropped out. Um, but yeah, like Giannis is really just yeah, like uh, if he could get right, if he could find a stride and like you know, like really, really put up them numbers that we we were accustomed to seeing him doing, um, it 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 could be it could be the Bucks for sure. Um, yeah, like I said, Brooke Lopez is um they, they gotta utilize him a little more, like um like don't put him out at the same time, like let, let them let them eat. Like um yeah, these guys really said these guys really hit it on a nail. Um Chris Middleton, I don't really have great hopes for. Um yeah, Jeff Teague. <laughs> Not much to say there, but uh yeah, man, I I still see the Suns taking it, but um 
this this it's I really do like this series, man. I really do like this series, mm-hmm. like what 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 the potential for it is. Um, right, I right. still see the Suns taking it. Um, I, the Bucks will have to do. I just think there's too much that they would have to like do to. Like I saw the series going differently. I saw it Hawks Suns, but either way, I saw the West taking it this year. That's just how mm-hmm. I saw it. Um, a lot of strong teams, a lot of strong teams on both sides, but it just came down to those top four teams in the in the West. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Whoever was yep. those top four teams and. Jazz, Suns, Clippers is the wishy-washy one for me. Um, the other team, it doesn't matter. But the fact that it matters, it just, like, it doesn't really matter. I saw the West taking it. Right. Um, what do the Bucks have to do? They got to do a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. Giannis got to be healthy. Much. Giannis got to be healthy. Chris Middleton got to play good at all every game. He's got to give him 27, 30, every game, every game, no exceptions. You're the second best player on the team. You have to be the second best scorer, if not the leading scorer. There is no way that he is allowed to give under 25 points during this final run. Like, that's that's it. It's unacceptable. And, and like, you know, like, like they said, don't have these two giants in the paint. Don't leave them on islands. You know what I'm saying? Don't. I mean, don't like have them clogged it up. You know, make uh, like make good space for transitioning. Drew Holiday is a wishy washy three point shooter, but if he's on, he might hit that bitch. He's got to be aggressive. Period. Period. If you watch, if you watch that game on Tuesday, you you game one, you'd have seen that at one point he couldn't do nothing because he opted out of a, he opted out of a shot. And um, it was a turnover. Then you see him a couple plays later going hard, gets into the paint, gets physical, makes the play. You know what I'm saying? Chris, uh, Drew Holiday, got to be on. Um, I don't know. Their bench needs to be evaporated and remade. I don't know. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's I think- it. I got nothing else on it. I think I think you can make it even sim- more simple. If the Bucks don't insistently dominate the paint, or at least try to dominate the paint with their twin towers, with Portis and and Giannis and um and 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 Brooke Lopez, and if Budenholzer doesn't make any adjustments, they may not even see a game five. Like Budenholzer's a trash adjustment coach, up. But I'm saying, like th- that trifecta there, that is their that is their their will to death right there. Like if they don't if they don't do any of those three, there there might be a sweep. Honestly, they need to out rebound them. Period. They need to out rebound. Yeah, they need to dominate them all all facets of the paint. Sorry. That's right, and the tone will be set. That's it too. It's all on tonight. Brooke uh, Brooke Lopez needs more than 14 shots tonight. I'm sorry. Yes, he needs to be Brooklyn Nets, Brooke Lopez tonight. He, he needs, needs to, to be dominate any and have form of presence. Brooke Lopez. <laughs> hey, for <laughs> real. <It's the> <laughs> like, oh, man. So on, the way I want to wrap up this part of the show, we're going to make our final predictions. I'm going to ask one major question to the four of you. Answer it as honestly as you can, and then we'll conclude it with the hilarious gossip that's going on with this league, and we know what we're talking about. So. I'm going to ask you all individually. Let's start first with myself. Is 
when it comes, who is winning these this finals, obviously. And then my big question on top of that is who needs this more as a franchise on the long term? Now, I think the Suns are going to take it. And I think the Suns could possibly start this great presence in the league. I'm not going to go as far as to call it a dynasty because the big factor is Chris Paul. And we know he's not, there's though, no, I mean, he's playing for 16 years and this would be some way to go on top if he wants to keep playing. Some people think he might re-sign with another team next year, possibly my Knicks. But um, regardless, I think the uh, franchise who needs this more is the Bucks because of the ramifications that's going on, what's been taking place in this team, how good is this coach, if anything. So I think coming into this, that the Suns are going to take it. I think it's going to be a short series in five because of a hurt Giannis most of all and the fact that they doesn't really have a major two. It wasn't like with the Clippers being able to hold on with PG, um, PG-13 in with the hurt Kawhi. Um, the Bucks' identity is Giannis. Uh, Giannis is the big, big factor. He's like a uh, Orlando Magic 08 against the Lakers type of influence on that team. And, well, if they lose, obviously they'll blame the injury for it. And uh, we can all now this would be I think you would have a rare case of a of a coach who actually makes the finals but gets fired after it. A lot of people asking for his head. So I think uh, the Suns are going to win their first finals franchise history, but the Bucks need it more of an impact for them in their city. So next with that, what do you think, Bach, that question, who wants it more or who needs uh, it more as a franchise and who's going to take it ultimately. I think Bucks and six or uh, Suns and six. I think the Suns need it more because you're not sure that you're going to get as many injuries to the teams that would like really threaten you again. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, just the fear fact that when it comes down to like, like a cornerstone, Giannis is, is a, a better building block than Booker. And he's, a he's got an easier path in the East. So there is a chance that, that let's say, uh, the Nets win the next two. And then who knows what the fuck happens to that thing. Um, after that, Milwaukee's still the best option because the, but in the, the West, it's, you know, you have a lot of teams on the come up. It's a different type of uh, thing that the Suns will be fighting out with whatever happens to Golden State next year. At some point, Zion may be good or he may be gone. Um, there's just too many teams in the West. So that like when you get out of the West, unless you have like, a LeBron or a Jokic or a Kawhi, like one of these guys, like these all-time great guys, this is like, you have to take this chance when you have it. Definitely. Um, so I think that that's why this on Santa more. Also for the, the coaching thing very quickly, I don't think Budenholzer gets fired simply on the fact that uh, Carlson's already been hired. Mm. Yeah. There's going to be too many of options out there, or at least not any high profile name ones, but um yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what takes place with that. Dolo, the question is, who needs it more and who's going to win it ultimately? Well, I definitely, I guess, you know, from which from what we can gather from the talks that we had tonight, um, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I've made it clear that I'm more leaning towards the Suns winning. When mm-hmm. Alex said um, he's thinking a possible sweep, that kind of made me open my eyes and think, uh, yeah, that's possible. But I think a five, 
I think I think if I think you know the Suns and five sounds a little bit more reasonable. I think the Bucks can pull one off if you know Middleton you know gets right and Brook Brook Lopez comes alive. You know, um, but other than that, like um, you know the Suns they've been getting a lot of steals too. You know, like they're they're you know they've been they've been doing great on that end. Um, uh, I, I I I definitely think the Suns and five as far as um. I mean, well, the thing is, like, it would take something ridiculous. I, I feel like it would take something ridiculous. Like, like the fact that Chris Paul stole um, DeAndre Ayton's uh, uh, 20th rebound, I find that hilarious. That's <laughs> <laughs> just hilarious to me. Um, I, I, unless there's some wild alternate universe thing that happens where, like, they go to the locker room and they literally argue about that. Because I did hear uh, Devin Booker kind of got at Chris Paul for that. Um, but I don't think nothing's serious enough. But if there's some type of serious argument and then their chemistry is broken and they're not playing well, they're not meshing well, and, you know, maybe someone's trying to sabotage the other. I don't know if if the Kendall Jenner curse comes down on Devin Booker in the middle of this series. Like, it would have to take something ridiculous for, like, I don't think the Bucks have zero chance like that. I kinda, I'm kind of making it sound like that, but I just really see the Suns. Like, everything's lining up for the Suns right now. Um, and nothing's really, it's not really clicking that well for the bucks. Um, yep. uh, I definitely, so with, with that said, um, yeah, sons and five, um, as far as who needs it better as a franchise, um, I mean, uh, well, I, I think uh, to me, I consider the bucks, like, I, I guess they're a small, I guess like a small kind of franchise, but to me, they're, they're a lot bigger than like what than just like a small town market. Like, I think the Bucks have like, I think they've been, they've made it abundant that, you know, that they're a force in the league. Um, and uh, yeah, they're paying Giannis a lot of money. They're paying Giannis a lot of money. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm not too keen on what moves they can make to add or take from that team. Um, I see the Suns being able to make more moves in the future. Um, as you guys said with CP3, you know, retiring soon. Uh, I, I, I honestly feel like the Suns, uh, they got a bright future. I think the, I think the Bucks need it more as a, as a franchise. I just see the Suns going in a lot better places and, um, they kind of have, the Suns kind of have a little bit of a history, you know, so, um, of relevancy in the league. So yeah, I, th- I think the, I think the Bucks would need it more as far as, um, as far as their franchise goes well great yeah keep it there great stuff right there alex what do you think of our big question what's the big picture what do we who needs it more who's actually taking it i think it's pretty simple i think the suns need it more um i at the beginning of the series i had phoenix and six but uh, i'm not going to overreact to last night's game either but i mean um i mean the other night's game but i think um they just look completely outmatched. They looked gassed and they don't look like the same team, ironically enough, when Giannis is on the floor, um, just with this offense and the spacing and, and how their will to win. I, I so I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna revise my pick and go Suns and five. Um, but to answer the other part of the question, um, I think Phoenix needs it far more just because they don't have one and Milwaukee does. I mean, look, like with with this finals appearance berth, like they're both established as contenders moving forward, but 
there's no guarantees like Fox said earlier that they're going to be back any um, immediately as soon as possible. Um, there's a lot of teams coming back from injury in the West that have been contenders in years past and will be for the next few years. Um, so I think it's a lot more um, competitive at the top of the West moving forward. So I think this is their time to seize the moment. And um, I think that's just what it boils down to. But with that said, I think they need it far more um, for that city and to keep, you know, to keep the hope alive for Booker and Aiton moving forward. Cause like you said, you know, CP three's only got a couple more years left in my eyes. Um, and then he's going to start passing the torch or at least taking a smaller role the same way uh, LeBron is going to have to moving forward. So I, um, I think Phoenix needs to seize the moment and they need this more. Cause Tom is somebody's time's up. Somebody's time's now. Great points from Alex Finelio and bars the God top it off for us. Who needs it more? Who's winning it? Um, Alex is like a fucking gypsy or something. The man knows <laughs> what I'm going to say. <laughs> like, like, like verbatim. He said verbatim. Like, <clears throat> I think the Suns are going to take it. I said five, um, the Suns in five. If they win tonight and Alex is serious, I'm jumping on that bandwagon. <laughs> I'm pulling my broom out. You know what I'm saying? I'm pulling my broom. Oh, man. All I'm saying. I mean, hey, I pulled my broom out when they sw- when the sun swept the nuggets. Nobody cleared that. Um oh, they did. And it's okay. Really it's okay though. Yeah. Um, so that that sun's in four. That guy's famous. I want mine. Like that's all I'm saying. Like, um, of course the sun's needed more. Um, both teams have three conference finals, uh, conference titles as of this year. Um, the Suns were there last, I think, 1993, and before that in the 70s. The Bucks ain't been there in the 70s, right? But they got a chip. It counts. They got one. They got banners up there saying NBA champion. Um, the Suns don't got that. And after some point. crazy humiliating losses in, um, you know, or that just one crazy one to Jordan, because um, I think I, I'm thinking, I think I'm thinking about Stockton and the Jazz getting there a lot. Um, yeah, the Suns needed more. Point blank period, they needed more. Um, Monty Williams needs it. Chris Paul needs it. Um, hey, is there any other old that. school players on the bench? No, no old players on the bench. On oh, Phoenix, Tyson Chandler. No, Tyson Ch- Chandler got his. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no old players. No old players over there ain't got a ring. About to win one. No. Sorry. We're talking no. about who is a ring on this uh this this finals. Let's imagine Todd Gibson's on the team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like nobody has a ring in the finals. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. So that you listen, Chris Paul, 16 years, Monty Williams has been on that, like, you know, was at the start of that 16-year trip with Chris Paul. And now here they are just coming full circle. So as a franchise, as um, as human beings, the Suns wanted more, period. And I think that, it, all right, if they win game three in Milwaukee, it's a sweep. Yeah. Yep. Signed, sealed, and delivered at that point. With Giannis, it's a sweep. 
the point the point I have to kind of back up what um, Bars and I are kind of echoing is that you know there there is something to be said for a Giannis being in his mid twenties and having so much you know road ahead of him and steam left, but also the fact that he's on a contract. It's not so nearly so much as there's not nearly as much uncertainty with Milwaukee's situation besides the bench and how they're going to shake that up, especially with Budenholzer. Like that is something to be reckoned with. But as far as your star and locking in your star, they're good there. But there's a lot more uncertainty at the top where Phoenix could pivot out of this role if they win or lose this series. So I think that Phoenix needs it now and they need it more in general. Great points. And and I think all this determines on how the actual rundown the series goes. I mean, if you get swept, that's that's a that's not something. looking good. If you get swept you get for swept the momentum, the and, and yeah, you look at other pastures. And we'll see if if this is a chance. If Giannis, you know, like I said, Dan Marino made the Super Bowl in his second season, reckon it's a different sport, but never got back into the big game despite his glory. And Giannis has so many parallels of that. It's kind of funny and ironic. But, again, if you're one of the best, you'll somehow win this at the end of the day. So we got so much fun with that in, in terms of finals. And obviously, once the finals conclude, we're all going to meet up again and reflect on this crazy NBA postseason and the season after that. And we're obviously doing draft coverage as well. But just one more story to conclude this particular episode. I think it's very rare um, when the NBA finals game, one of the NBA finals takes place. There's another story within the NBA that arguably overshadows it. And there's two of these things I've talked about. One turned into a sad, awkward diversity comment scandal. And then oddly that grew out of it is a sex conspiracy schedule. And we know what I'm talking about. ESPN's Rachel Nichols been in hot water this week. Now I give her credit. She's been a great journalist. She's done a great job for the NBA. I do think she's an awesome personality, but the New York Times leaked a story of some very concerning comments regarding another reporter for ESPN, who is, um, sorry, Maria Taylor, and her comments towards Maria Taylor, a fellow person of, a fellow person of color reporter, while Rachel Nichols is white, and she said, "quote caught on camera a year ago, might I add, she did say the words." regarding diversity and ESPN and Dizzy being quote unquote pressured to, you know, give diverse credentials for candidates. And her exact quote is if you need to give her more things to do because you are feeling pressure about your crappy longtime record on diversity, which by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, go for it. That is what uh, Rachel Nichols said on a call, which was published by the New York times. And those were again, where she was referring to, Again, Maria Taylor is a person of color with that obviously causing outrage, obviously not okay what she said. And well, this cost her her um, gig as a sideline reporter for the NBA. She was replaced by, excuse me, I'm sorry, flaking on the name, but um, she was replaced by, I'll get that one second. I forgot her name too, but she is gorgeous. <laughs> a very but great journalist good. out that. Would it be good? Um, excuse me, I will get her replacement shortly. But um, people are gonna hate me for what I have to say. 
Interesting. Just don't offend anyone, make anyone sad. But um, everyone's always offended or feels sad. That's that's the that's the worst part about the world we live in. If like, they feel you sad, say that's something, up to them. You that's say something, them. you say something, and then and then someone's feelings are hurt. Or they cry. They get offended. And then the first thing they want to try to do. Uh, Malika Andrews, Matt Brown. Yes, Malika like Andrews. Sound? Thank you for that. But yes, Malika Andrews replaced her as the NBA sideline reporter. Now, okay, so Rachel Nichols is out. She did come back to the jump to yesterday. And, you know, generic apology, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, doing the other stuff when you're caught in a scandal like that and people want you canceled. So I guess the big question here is, you know, where do we go from here? And you know, if people really have these thoughts and get it, you know, there's a lot to unpack here. She was recorded without her knowledge. And again, this is something that ESPN has had for a year. You could criticize them despite her feelings with that. And if ESPN knew about this, why didn't they do anything about it over the past year until obviously we all found out, but very interesting thing, how this is going, but um, how, like I said, I'll open the floor for who's to chime in. Where do we go from here? Should she be fired? Should she, uh, should ESPN keep her? I mean, what do we do? Real quick. I'm tired of everyone losing their jobs or their opportunities Mm -hmm. because they said some shit that was like a little racy or a little like, you know, Mm -hmm. spice context or whatever. Like it literally, you know, it's funny. It just brings me back to the whole, I saw a tweet. By Friday, James Gunn was fired from Disney. By Monday, DC gave him whatever he wanted. And that's facts. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like you could fire this man. Like the dude Ralph Dibney said some racy things on um from the Flash. Can't remember his, his actual name. Boom, he's gone too. You know what I'm saying? Like it like she's not molesting people. She's not killing anyone. She said some shit. She's a human being. You and, and and I just hope that if Malika Andrews or or not Malika Andrews, the chick she was talking about Maria gets Taylor. caught, gets Maria Taylor gets caught saying some racy stuff, that they do the same to her. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Now I, I, I kind of wanna I wanna add like, to that, Bars. Like um, you do have a good point. Like um, it's not because to, to, like real quick, real quick, go it's ahead. not because if I'm correct, if I heard that correctly. She said, which I know as a woman, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I bet, like, I right, she felt this, she felt the type of way. Maybe she don't like her, but, but, hey, she was probably telling the truth about the whole Disney thing and them having a crappy um, way of hiring people of color. And it, no, yeah, there's definitely a history. She like, just I, made a point of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's, they, they covered it up. They knew about my bad it. to interrupt you, Bars. I didn't mean good. to interrupt you. Good, you good, you good. But like, um, like, uh, yeah, like, there's it, a lot of things to it. I mean, it's not too much to it, but it's enough depth to talk about. Like, um, like I guess my take on it is, um, one thing you got to remember, bars, is that let's just say she had, you know, um, a good stance and and some type of argument. Maybe she had some type of argument there that you know, maybe some people would agree, right? Um, what you got to remember is that. It's one. It's something that she got caught saying behind the scenes. 
it's not something that she straight up said on uh, she wouldn't dare on Twitter. Say yeah, on she didn't put it on Twitter. How I hell said. no, she's not gonna tweet that. She know better because she knows she's wrong. Uh, and the thing is, it's like you know, um, it's something that she ended up taking back the next day. So whether she believed it or not, I mean, it matter you took it all back the next day. It wasn't yeah. the next day. It was like a year later. Yeah, that's well, the thing. This is the a next year day of clip. it being released. Yeah, of it being oh, released. Yeah. So I mean, like, um, I mean, but she took it back because she had to. But if you stop really thinking no, about it, no, she didn't have to. She, I mean, if, uh, she did. She, that she was her choice. You don't have to. Tamika, Tamika Mallory. No, you don't have to. Tamika Mallory didn't take it back. You, you they did. fired Tamika Mallory, and she, you know, she ended up doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? Didn't yeah, they? I mean, so you, I guess didn't they right. fire I mean, Jamil Hill for something similar to that? You don't get fired if you don't want to get fired. Take it back. Is that? I'm sorry, to. Dave. My bad to interrupt you, Bars. I'm sorry, Dave. I might have the name wrong. J- Jamel is Tamika Mari. That's the girl, right, with the dreads that was saying something. I'm not really sure who who Jamel. Jamil Hill was the one who, my understanding, was fired over saying something political. She's now a commentator for uh, for CNN. Um, I, I my understanding from what I remember. Jamil Hill had something said something about Trump, I think, and I think that's why. And that he, because I know he specifically called her out. Um, right, right. So I don't know if it was. Uh, yep, that was what it was. But look, but but you're right, not. Right, right. I mean, it's it's mixed. You there is a mixed history of at least, especially now, people doing or saying something and keeping their jobs. Um, yeah, this is not a political pod, so I'm not going to roll off all the ones off the top of my head. But right, right. you know. Yo, my whole thing is she got caught saying wow. it's saying her thoughts when 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 she thought the camera was off or whenever she thought whatever was off. Yo, she's human. She should have never said it. But she's human. Like, yeah. all right, so that's what she feels about black girls or whatever. But she obviously wants to bone black guys. Like, it's it's <laughs> like, have you watched uh, a Rachel a Rachel Nichols interview? Like, like it's like she's throwing this. Like, she's like just. All she's got to do is just open her legs or something. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh. oh, man. So, canceled. You're canceled. You're bad. Yeah, bad. I know. Bad. I know. So, I know. I know. See what I'm think? saying? I spoke my mind. I spoke my mind. Right, right, right. You messed so here, up. So here's, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. We need a whole another episode so I could just unload and talk shit on Disney all day long. But I'll keep it short and yeah, sweet. Yeah, fuck Disney. They ruined so I'll Star keep it short and sweet because, A, they have no business or um, um, <laughs> they have no business owning uh, a sports media conglomerate like ESPN. Bats. No business doing it. The whole reason Bats. I went to sports when oh I was a kid, God. the whole reason I went to sports when I was a kid and that I still do is because it's an escape from reality. No politics, no bullshit, no nothing. And I know it's a cop-out and it's cheesy and this and that, but it's true. And the thing is... Your they're, issue they're, appears to be with capitalism. The, the, pro- the problem is that they just want to cancel. Yeah. They want to cancel everybody and they want to let people go on literally like little to nothing and it's just bullshit yeah that's the big thing at the end of the day in this talk it's another example of cancel culture being a huge story and ruining careers okay yes, hold on, we, hold she's on. been a she's been an exceptional journalist journalist for over 20 they, years and now we're just going to cancel yeah. one one thing they said that she they took from her out of context completely without her knowing okay sure i think that's the culture that she contributed to though i don't so think she's a racist kinda, though but I'm no, not even saying that either at all. I don't think she racist at all. 
That's what they. That's what a lot of places are implying. <laughs> because it's Disney. That's what I mean. Well, she could. I don't, honestly don't know. You know, it just sounded really off. Like I mean, yeah. It, I guess don't get me it wrong. depends. Like, can you? Okay, say yeah, we don't. We don't condone what I mean, she said. I don't condone what she no, said. Of I don't I'm not either. I'm just not with the firing people for saying right, stuff. Right. I'm yeah. just not with that. Well, like, hold up, hold up. Right. It also depends on what they're saying. That's another thing. That, right, that's right. Another, yeah. I mean, Right. But I mean, it's, like, it's a lot of it is a case by case basis that you can't much. just say blanket firing people and using the, the term. Look, look, I, I don't want to top end on this, but the, the term cancel culture is 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 so stupid. Thank it you. has lost almost all meaning. Um, this is <laughs> right. this is something I talk about from time to time. It never had it's meaningless. Um, no, no, because there is like like real issues with cancel culture. If you understand like the history of. Of, of like mob stuff and and like the red scare and McCarthyism um that that isn't relevant to this this conversation but it's um it, I, look, I didn't really pay attention to this this is not the uh the the gossip columns of sports is not my forte um <laughs> so so mostly that's why I've been quiet and let you guys I just don't want to like there, there is, there is a little nuance to this, obviously, but you know, blanket statements are, are always a, an issue. And then this idea of like being filmed, being a recorder without your knowledge, yep. is, um, is, is less of an issue depending on where it is, because there are states that have one, uh, one way verification, such yeah, as New York, where, um, where you can be recorded without your knowledge, and it's not I, illegal. I just, so if your issue is, is the fact I that didn't it. Know that. Yeah, hey, Dan, I just want to interrupt. I think Connecticut I think she left her and, camera on. She left her camera on by accident. It wasn't somebody wasn't. Recording. Oh well, that's just bad. That's bad journalism. Yeah, oh, that's bad, bad journalism. That's the one thing they teach you is you take it off so you don't go take a piss. That's yo, the first thing they teach you about that. But yo, like, that's the first. Look, it's the same. Look, there's. We're all streaming right now. This is how this thing. This goes back to Jeffrey Tubin very quickly. I don't understand how people like get caught doing things after they were done streaming. Like you yeah. take the camera off, you <laughs> shut it all down and then you go about your business. Like That's, you're a professional journalist for 20 years. You should know whether or not you're mic'd or not. Exactly. Like if, if this was, if this was actually a recording based on a mic, that's, that makes it worse on her because first of all, she understood like, that's like the third rule of journalism. Right. Yo, she's, she's made a mic error like a couple times in her 20 years as a, a journalist. I know like, she like basically like made a pass at one of them players and she forgot she was mic'd up. Like I can't remember who it was, but it was um, on we, court. It was on court. Yeah. yeah. At I the think, end you were saying man, Jimmy Bucket. Yeah, but here's but here's the thing though. I think this is so apropos of our culture too. Like people like they want to get the headline first, but they don't want to get it right. It's not accurate journalism as it should be. And yeah. the problem too is like they're making too much of attention about things that aren't really going on. They're trying to make stories of things that aren't stories. And and that's kind of where I'm with Bach on this. It's just like, I don't need to keep up with the ta- the rumors about this because it's, it's not news. Yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah. News but it's just our social media makes the news. And of course talk- it's, it's self feeding. That's how they do this. Yep. Right. And, you know, having said that in the well, other story, the clicks, their revenue so that a giant corporation that makes a, they keep that up. controls a mouse can buy a, a sports media. Right. And how else, oh, I'm sorry. How, I, I was else, going up against capitalism. How, how else better to pop? <laughs> how else better to power the engine by having a bunch of people who are scared to say their real thoughts out loud, run on the internet, and just go speak whatever right. they want to speak. No one can harm them, and 
you know. But Disney, but Disney has had a tyrannical, overarching uh, well, structure. I mean, how they took over ESPN. That's why everybody's left in the past five, ten years. I've been on record saying Star that Wars. in my other, in my other outlets, my other platforms. Like they're, 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 they're digging their own grave. So I, more power. Absolutely. To them. I don't. Some of them will have that. They own Discovery Channel. They are the sports guy. Why? Why does Disney need to own Discovery oh, Channel? That's that's they own Nat Geo, but Nat yeah, Geo, that's, that's uh, what, you seem um, to be. Nat Geo. You seem like not capitalism works. No, Nat no, Geo. They, don't. they own Nat they own Geo. Geo? Um, oh, I bet they got an LA. Yeah, it's all on Disney Plus. Go on Disney Plus. Go on Disney Plus. You'll see everything they own. Exactly. And you know, talking well, about that, that's, ridiculous that's stories. Works. I thought about Disneyland when you said <laughs> that's that. That's like again. the fourth time you said capitalism bachelor wants to get into that. I gotta yeah. find his capitalism podcast. You know, one thing, one thing I gotta find talking about ridiculous stories and talking about making news out of nothing. But you just can't help but laugh. At least I can't. Like I said, somehow this story about someone's comments on diversity divulged into a possible conspiracy. And we know what it is. After this, for some reason, someone brought this up. Hey, remember when Carl Anthony Towns and Jimmy Butler were playing uh we're doing a Twitch stream, playing oh. some game. And then Carly oh. Towns just tells him, why don't you go cry to Rachel Nichols? And obviously she's the big story. Things are coming together. And pretty much people are trying to figure out in the bubble, did <laughs> Jimmy Butler, who was at one uh, on the Miami Heat, was Jimmy Butler and Rachel Nichols getting it on. And Yo, well, Matt. With, uh, with all, just one second, Dolo. Just with all right, this ev- right. evidence we're seeing, and I can't believe that I'm. I actually spent a day looking on all these clues, and I'll show you a clue shortly. Uh, but uh, am I on the view? Yeah, you know the way some of these things <laughs> have unfolded. Yeah, maybe there is a good chance. And you know, I think the big Why do you thing think I that keep ha- offering to say capitalism, I'm trying to replace Megan McCann. <laughs> and I think <laughs> when you see an interview like this, oh man, same thing. Our level of competition for for now, and, and keep it at basketball. Uh, I know that I have. Um, I, I I just want to I just want to lead off. I keep it at that for for now. Um, and, and, and keep it at basketball. <laughs> giving, giving those eyes, huh? I don't know how well playing a video reach. works for a podcast. Reach. I've got to feel like it's a little bit of a reach, too. Yo, because I saw that entire interview, because you know, I'm a, like, I'm a Miami guy. I saw the entire interview. While I got, like I said, it is Rachel, I seemed, like, yeah. Rachel seemed like she just going to open up and everything going to be a go. But like, but, I think that's just the <laughs> way she... Like makes you feel comfortable as a reporter, you know what I'm saying? Because some of these guys aren't really open to talking, you know. Um, oh, athlete interviews could be hella boring. <laughs> yo, dude, imagine getting an interview at a Kawhi. Oh, <laughs> yo, oh. I always. But I just want to also say you one of the big you interview big uh, Kyrie. I don't <laughs> ever want to hear Kyrie speak. I just watch him play. He can just never talk. Just play. X. And the the major uh, rumor regarding this is there was one day in the bubble where Sicardi, where there was noise coming out of Jimmy Butler's room and it was a thump noise. Bump, 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 bump. Security guard allegedly knocks on the door, checks what's happening. Jimmy Butler's sweating. 
And uh, he said, oh, I was just dribbling a basketball while sweating in his room. He's supposed to be quarantining in. Now, the difference between a ball dribbling on the floor and you giving the girl back shots, that's if, if it's if that if the sound was equivalent to a ball dribbling hard on the on the floor by a six, eight man, whatever, the, however tall he is. Uh, I yeah, game exactly. I mean, and the the the, the rumors that they said stars. people said it sound like people two people were making love in there. Not saying it was <laughs> Rachel Nichols; it could be doing, anyone. But look, they were doing push-ups. All right, you know, look, yeah. keep game. Keep game. We'll those, see what those happens. Rumors came out. Those rumors came out last year, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and the problem with it is, they only resurfaced because the whole Rachel Nichols thing, of and course. because what Carl Anthony Towns said. In that interview, I think she asked him about like some stuff involving like like his past teams or whatever and his past like you know his past experiences, and that's probably why Cat was talking about we well, should go cry to Rachel Nichols. Maybe too. And this could all be bullshit. Cat Definitely like he got right. A big mouth, man. Didn't he right oh, yeah. after right after I Jimmy can... blew up that practice? Didn't he go do an interview with Rachel Nichols like with the Minnesota the the the, the one that basically they traded yeah. him? Oh, yeah. I, just get, I think the one they so, traded hey. him after. Boom! There you go. Look, in the in the original rumor that's like Jimmy was doing something in his room, he was in full gear. They said he opened the door in like full attire. So yeah, how, so so now mm-hmm. the whole Rachel Nichols Look, thing. It's not even like that rumor, like him dribbling the basketball like that, is that far fetched? You said it's far fetched. Like the the actual rumor that he was dribbling it is not that far fetched. Like the dude is a lunatic. It, yo, he the, like like. Jimmy busted an entire team by himself with the scrubs. So I just, I just, yo, if the man's dribbling, yo, son. And then he said he he was drenched in sweat. So he opened the door. He put his entire uniform on real quick. <laughs> and his basketball. Listen, if I'm beating his out, if I'm clapping some cheeks, there is no way. I'm going to just answer the door with a towel on it. You wouldn't even try to hide the fact that you just clap Rachel Nichols' cheeks. No, she... So the, the question she asked him during the interview was, "You got your yeah. reputation and name in this league after all the dirty work you do on the court." On the court, and then he just went. Yeah. Oh, and then look, and look, and look, and this is the Yo, thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. And this is the thing. This is the thing. Two things are wrong here. Two things are wrong here. Right? Either Jimmy got weak strokes, because. <laughs> They didn't say anyone was screaming any passionate love noises. They just said they heard her thumping, right? Mm. So Jimmy got weak strokes, or Rachel could take that. What I saw. No, maybe she had a pillow. Maybe she had a pillow. Maybe she had a pillow. You know what I'm saying? Pillow, son. Muffle. You can still hear muffles, bro. You slapping that. If the way he was thumping, if you slapping that, you could. No, for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. No, no, no. That's a fact. I agree with Come you. Come on, bro. But, you know what I'm saying? But I wonder what the, 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 the. You haven't used you have <laughs> the pillow in a long time. All I know is they should have started this. If they would have started these rumors from back in Minnesota, oh, yeah, I'm on the train. But they just one tracking it. Literally, this is obviously just something thrown out there to take our mind off of the whole. Yeah, it could be too. Set. Because right after that came out, an Adrian Wojnarowski. <laughs> like uh rumor comes out right after that. And Woj already did this whole thing where he said some racy stuff already. We are come on, man. Listen, and pl- people don't like I'm Woj not hip to that. I'm not people, hip to pe- that. Yeah, people don't like Woj because they feel like Woj um 
cancel cultures up and coming players because he doesn't have any influence and all the influence he has is like front office and age and stuff and other people have like the inside track you know what right. i'm saying he was grandfathered so, in right so you know what i'm saying these other guys they're dogged with their with their ability to get like you know the information on but, on a lot of these dudes get like you know coming in and the up and coming players Woj don't have that and people feel like he's blackballed a couple players and people because but, of that. But bars, bars. My con- my contesting with that is, yeah, he may have said some things, and like the, you know, more information will continue to come out if we if we continue to pursue the the story. But the thing is, like, it, isn't the number one priority as a journalist to keep your information protected? Like, why would you divulge anything to your competition, let alone in the same company? That's what I don't understand. That's a fact. No, no, you're you're one hundred percent correct. So it's just all it's it's just all it's all nonsensical if you ask me, man. None of it makes sense, and it's all hellacious because like they just want you they just want you to take your mind off of whatever else is going on. So they're just throwing stuff out there. The Rachel the Rachel Nichols story is not that serious, to be honest. Like, no yes. one's gonna remember by next week. They're just gonna be. They're just gonna be. They're just gonna be like. They're just gonna be like. Damn, who's this bad chick on the court? That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm just the only. The last thing I have with this. Us being blown out. And they don't have. And they don't owe or have to do this. I'm just. Why? Why didn't neither party deny the rumors either? They don't have to, but I just think it'd be uh, helpful if they did. A wise man once said nothing at all. So we'll just, that'll always be one of those sports conspiracy theories. Like Cal Ripken's wife getting cheated on with Kevin Costner, if you ever heard that. Or, you know. I think there's the plenty of don't ask West of LeBron's mom. Oh, yeah, did, that, oh my God. Oh, yeah, that did, was bad, did the yeah. Patriots really deflate the ball? We'll never know. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. Well, Sometimes Giselle, some Giselle, mystery. Giselle deflated his. <laughs> just some oh, mysteries yo. just some mysteries are better left yo. unsaid and at the end of the day I think this just shows our last 20 minutes as ESPN has a lot of cleaning up to do shit yo, listen, we're no this laced up we podcast up. we're no laced up podcast we're no first take you know what I'm saying we're, not, we're no first things first but I, like the, I like what we got going on here guys. I am athlete like we bring a certain genetic quad to this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like with, with batch and, and, and Alex coming in with their super stats, you know, and me and Dolo bringing that rough edge of it, of hardcore fans. Like, you know, and I'm like Brandon Marshall. He's like Shannon Sharp either, or I don't know. Um, okay, it's so it. funny, but I, I had to make these it. comparisons because I just had to touch on what um, Alex said. In the um in the chat, and you're 100 percent right. Nick is just a jock rider. <laughs> like he's a jock. What was that batch? What was that batch that said it? Wait, who? About Nick, Nick Wright. Wright. I love Nick Wright. I love oh, Nick. Yeah, Wright. He's a, he's Don't a, get me wrong, but he's a jock oh, rider. Thank you. Like he he really is. Um, and who was it you get on? Yo, it was hilarious, <laughs> man. <laughs> I got oh I got coward. I said he makes every analogy into a relationship that he failed at. I hate Colin Cowherd. I think Colin Cowherd. He's the he's 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 the worst at it. I think Matt's got a better setup. Um, yes, like, thank you for that. <laughs> like that's a fact. Um, now listen, uh, Matt's got some yo. real crazy things going on. So he's like he's like Greeny. <laughs> like he's like Max nah, Kellerman sucks when he talks about basketball and football and stuff. But when he when he talks about boxing, he's very good at like talking about that. But basketball, he's pretty yeah. 
I can't. You yeah, know. yeah. I'm well, like, yeah, you could call me the Black Max Kellerman then. <laughs> anything, anything that doesn't have to do with NBA or NFL. So, so here's, here's the thing, Bars. I said, so this is verbatim from the chat. I said, Perk is too hood for TV with zero rebuttal skills. Skip hates the Browns, biased towards everything cowgirls. I said, Colin makes all his segments into relationship analogies, just like his failed marriage. And Nick Wright is bronze sexual and pro Kansas City with zero objectivity. Yo, Bro, you missed a DM? Yo, you didn't see I must it. have missed that. Oh, yeah. Yes, and everyone's referring to there was oh, a viral so tweet. I'm so sorry, Alex. <laughs> I missed that complete. That sounds epic. So just one Fuck. second. The reason, just for people who don't know in our chat, there was a viral tweet that went out. Who is the worst <laughs> sports analyst? They picked Kendrick Perkins, Nick Wright, oh, I found Skip it. Bayless, and Colin Coward. Um, and yeah, these are their the takes for that. Kendrick Perkins and Paul Pierce. You could throw Ryan Hollins in there, too. Oh, shoot. Paul Pierce is no longer analysis. He's doesn't yeah, he, he got fired. Yo, he's like, yeah, Ryan Hollins fuck. in there too, yo. How about Big Whitlock? Sleep. Yo, I'm so dead. Yo, How about Big Whitlock or McIntyre, J Mac. Oh, J Mac. The answer is oh, trash oh. Yo, I, I've come to hate. Um, I've come to hate. What's his face? Ball <laughs> guy. Can we all acknowledge oh. that Nick Wright looks like DJ Khaled and Squidward? Yo. All right. That's a good it's been <laughs> as long as you as long as you acknowledge that Chris Middleton looks like Dory's older brother. Oh, That's baby. It. Oh my goodness. Well, on that note, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a great time. We're gonna talk once the finals conclude. With that, we have more NBA coverage on the finals at free agency. But again, these are my guys, Doloren. Bars the God, David Bach, Alex Ranelio. Thank Wait. you so much for a great time. Wait. Watch the finals game two tonight. And uh, one last Sharp. thing, Bars, what's up? Wait, I, I'm Shannon Sharp. Dolo's the good Perkins because he's hood, too hood for TV, right? Um, Matt is the cow, Matt, Matt is the Colin Cowherd, right? What? <laughs> he said, I'll what? Take his, I'll take, his, I'll take his money. Don't call me Skip. He said, don't, he said, don't call, call me skip. skip. Don't call me Skip. You're going you're gonna to be out on the street, my man. Yo, I got to give Skip the badge. I got to give Skip the badge. Oh, Drip Bayless. Man. But no, Drip but Bayless. One, one, last thing, one last thing. One last thing before we go off. Yo, we got it. We got his facts. Don't get Skip wrong. Skip, skip will eat it alive. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's but, wrong sometimes. But, but, here, but here's, here's the thing. What's the old, what's the old yeah, saying? Control point. your ideas. Don't, idea, don't let ideas control you. Yo, Damn, Alex right. is greeny. Alex is greening. Oh, gosh. Most yeah, importantly, gosh. we are ourselves. With that, <laughs> my name is Matt Brown. I have the best NBA crew to talk hoops with me, and we'll see you all right. very, very soon. Have a great night, guys. Boys, be safe. Good talking to you. Uh, <laughs> <be safe. laughs> see you. Oh. See you, guys. My guys did it once again. Doloren, Bars the God, David Bach, Alex Ranelio, thank you so much for another fantastic episode previewing the NBA Finals, talking about the other insanely fun things regarding the sport of basketball right now. That was such a great time, and we'll see you again when the NBA Finals end and we reflect on the NBA season. We'll obviously do a show based on the and the NBA draft, and yeah, I appreciate you guys so much. You, you, you four are awesome, and it's great to talk basketball with you, with you four. And 
Other people I appreciate, the amazing audience of the Productive Conversations podcast. I love you all very deeply and thank you for your patience this week so far with uh, my voice being a little hoarse, but we're getting back to normal. And once I'm done recording, I'm back to rest because we have another show tomorrow. The Tweet Cap is coming back once again with Ryan Page as we talk about the interesting news stories of the previous week. So that'll be tomorrow. And we're back here again on Tuesday. We're going to be focusing on baseball we are going to preview the or i should say we are reflecting on the first half of the mlb season as the all-star break takes place next week and you know i have one of the greats of all time and alex young talking baseball with me so he'll be back on tuesday and again just want to thank you the greatest fans and listeners in the world for tuning in every single week the show is not possible without you. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasted platforms and YouTube. Check out all exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. TikTok is at Productive Conversations. Twitter is at ProdConvoPod. Instagram is at Productive Conversations Podcast. And yep, back at it tomorrow hopefully feeling a little bit better and then uh more fun to more fun coming on tuesday but again can't thank my guests enough dolo ren bars the god alex ranelio david bach you are all incredible young men to talk basketball with we'll see you very soon once the nba finals conclude and again thank you the greatest listeners and fans of the world for tuning in every week this show is not possible without you i love you all very very deeply and with that my name is matt brown i am the host of the productive conversations podcast and i will see you tomorrow and enjoy your thursday make some big moves everybody see you later peace